A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, guys. Welcome back to We Are Tottenham TV. I'm Barnaby Slater here with Marlon for the post-match reaction call-in show after Tottenham Hotspur turned it round from 1-0 down to beat Crystal Palace 3-1 at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium with goals from Timo Werner, Christian Romero and Son Hyung Min. Don't forget, you guys can speak to us. All you have to do is follow the instructions in the description box. Give us a call-in and we will talk to you. The uh, It is public. Any of you can contact us. So do give us a call. We want to hear from you. We want to talk to you. Let's face it, we've had to talk to some of you after we lost to Wolves last week, so it'll be good to speak to people after a victory. Marlon, we had a little bit of time to um, digest that result. Yep. Uh, I'm delighted that it hasn't ruined my weekend and my week. How are you feeling about it? Uh, I'm the same as you. Um... I can now go for the next week and be quite happy, not be so nervous about Villa. I think if we would have gone into this today and we would have lost, mm. my I would have just been so nervous for Villa. I'd have been thinking, oh my God, what's around the corner? Yeah. Um, when's this going to stop? But no, all good. I'm glad. Do you know what? I'm glad Sonny's back on the scoring sheet again. To take, well, yeah, um, yeah, it felt, felt like it had been a while since yeah. he scored. <laughs> I know, to be fair, because he's been missing as well because of the Asian yeah, Cup. Yeah, yeah. But it, just, it was just good that he was able to get his goal um i'm i'm actually really happy for brendan johnson yes i know he's not the there's, there's look there's other issues don't get me wrong but i was pleased after everything he's been through he kind of needed a game like that yeah um verner again um he's gonna be so frustrating um I, but again he's got his goal as well let's see what happens from here we i just felt in that second half with verner he was willing to show his pace a bit more down the outside and, and mm. kind of stretch the play a bit more like that and get an early cross in it. Like, he did try and do that early in the first half and hit a bad cross. But, you know, he he obviously did miss a, a guilt-edge chance, a one-on-one, -on -one, and that is something that people won't forget. Yeah. But for me, if, while Sonny's playing in the nine, while Richarlison is injured, if Ange just says to Werner, just get down the outside of the man in the deep block, get yeah. to the byline and cut it back for on-runners like Son and Madison. Yep. I'm happy with what he'll do there. But and then also he was in the right place at the right time for the for the um Johnson assist. It just means that if you're gonna do that, it brings up many questions of what you do with Kulu. Or does Kulu actually get to where he needs to be and be in that position? That's the only thing. Yeah. Um so people have been listening to me. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Brian, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? 
I can't hear Brian. Can I you can't hear, hear Brian either. Uh, are you muted, Brian? No. No, no muting. Okay, we've got some tech. Yeah, I've got it up at 90. We've got some. Oh, hold on. We are uh, we're not plugged in. That would do it. <laughs> Sorry, that would do it, guys. Okay. Some technical gremlins, also known as our headphones, aren't plugged in. Let's see if this works. Yes, Brian. Can you hear me now? I can. I'm so sorry, guys. That was um, all Marlon's fault, I've decided. Um, Brian, thank you so much for calling in, mate. How was it for you? How are you feeling? Um, yeah, I'm feeling, mate, listen. For the, I don't know how we're doing this, but for like 80% of the time, we look like we haven't got a clue. And then for that 20%, we're on it, and thank God we're, we're able to be ruthless enough to take the three points and get those chances taken. Uh, it was a tailor two halves once again, really, wasn't it? Yes, no, definitely. What changed? What brought it back into our favour? Because obviously the first 70 minutes or 80 minutes, as you said, weren't great. But what's brought it back into our back into Spurs' hands? I, do you know what, Marlon, brother? I, w I wish I knew. It's like you look at it. And I started looking at it. We, we heard the listen one game a week. We should be we should be fired up and ready to go. Then we heard the injuries, and when everyone comes back, things will change. And obviously, these things have happened, and it wasn't it. I don't know if the mid the midfield at one point looked like it was non-existent. We just the creativity that we used to be creative, sorry, that we used to have every single game just looked like it it was clueless and didn't know what it's doing. And then all of a sudden, bang, they 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 switch it on. Um, I can't put my finger on it. I really can't. But I thought after Eze with a wonderful free kick, I was like, oh, here we go again. Here yeah. we go again. All this, all, all this possession. And it was ridiculous that one time I heard it. 81% at some yeah. points in the first half. And, and just to do nothing with it, I was just like, we, we haven't got a clue, but we found a way. We found a way. Did you, Brian, feel like us that that free kick was so weird like how we set up to it was so weird. It was like the wall seemed to be about 15 yards away and then they had their wall, but nobody was blocking their separate wall. And it just seemed to me like he could just stroke it home from 20 yards. It was still well executed, obviously, but there just didn't seem to be enough players in the way of it. It was weird. Well, you, you know, well, some of the things we've been doing recently as well is giving away needless fouls, hmm. which we've, we've, we've got a cut out uh, and Benson Core was, was rash on this. Um, and when you've got someone with the skill of Eze behind the ball, you always know there's a there's a chance no matter what they do. Yeah, but I, I am with you. It just looks... I don't know if you had it in the stage, uh, sorry, uh, in the studio as well. You just had a feeling with that free kick, oh, it, it, something's going to happen. And then obviously, as you like, it did. It was a fantastic free kick. But yeah, the setup did not look right for us. I wonder whether, um, in terms of talking about why we were able to play so well in that kind of last 20 minutes... I'd been talking a bit earlier on about because us having so much possession, like you said, 80-odd percent, Palace were doing a lot of chasing all game. And I just wonder if fatigue started to set in a little bit in that last 20 minutes. Obviously helped by the fact that we equalised and then the kind of shift in momentum. Uh, I wonder if that had anything to do with it. You know, you know what I will say, Barry? Uh, if people are big enough to criticise him and this guy's coming for a hell of a lot of criticism, then you have to give praise where praise is due. Brennan Johnson... All right, you missed a scissor and you could have you, you could hear the moans and groans in the stadium and everyone. What he did to get that set up that equaliser, the tenacity, the the willpower, the commitment, and then to put a ball in like that for Timo Werner, who after the first first half miss, which was awful, <laughs> thankfully put that away and is now off off the uh, up and running. Um 
Brennan Johnson deserves an enormous amount of credit. Listen, I've given him a bit of criticism, but I've stood by him. And today, hopefully, we keep saying this with players, hopefully that's the spark that now does it. But he, I think this is what he needs to do, come on as an impact sub. That's what I think he originally came for to begin with. And he deserves a huge slice and a huge chunk of credit today. Talk me through what your reaction and the rest of the pub's reaction was when uh, Timo Werner tried to take it round the keeper. <laughs> Mate, you know, you know what it was? Obviously, you, you look back at the sun goal and as soon as someone was through one on one, you knew it. You knew it. It was one of those where you could put the ball back at the halfway line. You knew it was yeah, the goal. Yeah. Timo Werner, and I, I think what's, what's being overlooked in it, we'll get on to the miss, is his incredible first touch to set him off and running. And then he was clean. He was clean through and had the whole time did the right thing taking the goalie round. But I think he should have taken one more touch just to get round him. And that was a sheer lack of confidence. I mean, that he probably wanted the ground to swallow him up. Um, It was it was a howler. It really was bad. Um, And you just thought this guy can't catch a break and low on confidence. And then thankfully uh, he got that. God, bro, 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 bro. I'm just going to show my age here because that first touch actually was identical to Michael Owen's first touch in the mate, Argentina I was going to say that. I, <laughs> mate, I was going to say that. <laughs> I was going to say that, but obviously I didn't want to test the water. Like you said, we're showing our age, mate. We're getting old. We are. Um, but you're, <laughs> said, you're right. Said, it was at, yeah. It's literally Barnaby the same place in the ground as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it was literally that, that it first was a, touch is harder technically than than a finish than a than a finish that you know I I personally don't think he should have tried to take it around the goalkeeper I think he'd got himself in yeah. a good position to just stroke it home exactly how Sonny did but um I agree with you completely confidence Yeah that's what I think did it by me I think if that had been human son in that position it would have been one all or sorry one nil at the time mm. and he would have he wouldn't have taken it around the goalkeeper but when you're bereft of confidence and you just want to make absolutely sure he wanted to obviously nullify the goalkeeper and he did to some extent but then that one extra touch could have done it but uh thankfully he he was able to take the second one i mean if he had missed that one my god the the nice would have been out but now he's up and running (laughs) what did you think of the team selection then when it first came out today obviously the main changes are benton in for sar obviously we knew rishi was out so timo starting and uh, Royal, Royal keeping his place at right back. Yeah, I mean, well, let's go for it. So, Royale, I, I really would like to see Dragon Sheen uh, at right back because I believe I've been told he can play in that position. Um, don't quote me on it, but if he can, I would have liked to have seen him in that position. Uh, Star being out, I even tweeted about it saying I'm, I'm shocked at that, but I think it, from what I heard, he's got a slight strain and they didn't want to risk him. Um, and I would have wanted to see Basuma out rather than Bentoncourt, even though Bentoncourt has been off the boil. So I was a bit bemused by the, by that when I originally saw it, but I understand it. Um, and we all knew that was going to be the front lineup, didn't we, with Richarlison now. I didn't know if he played Werner in the centre, but he went for Sonny in the front, uh, in the middle and it, it, it paid off. And now, hopefully, another week with rest and a huge, huge game coming up next week. Massive. Yeah. So, Brian, you said you want to see Dragusheen at right back. You would yeah. have liked to have seen it. But what did you make of Royale's performance in the end? Uh, do you know what? I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I can't put my finger on it. It's, uh, do you know what? I, I don't know what to say about this man. Like in the first half, he looked woeful. In the second half, he looked more... He, he had a better second half than he did first half. But I, I just don't know. His determination in the second half, he got us out of jail with a mishap, with a trying to press from the back and he got in. But 
I just can't put my finger on whether it was a good performance from him, a bad performance, or just your typical normal everyday Emerson performance. I can't work it out. Yeah, he's a he's a, when you said I don't know it actually made me think me neither. He's such a weird player. He is such a weird player, but he's one thing you can't say against him is he, he he's so willing. He gives everything. And actually I think the thing you're talking about was it was Romero who was pressed and actually Romero um Royale got us out of jail chasing back that yeah. time, didn't he? Uh, I think it would have been he offside did. anyway, but he he, sh he he really puts a shift in, but also he's completely bizarre, I think. Yeah, that's the thing You've got to look at it, Marlon, as well. And you've got to look at how people watch football. Yeah. If they want to see determination, try and commitment, they go, oh, I had a great game. He did this, he did that. But then if you look at some of his positioning or some of his passing, some yeah. still his crossing is still... We, we all listen. We all know he can't cross a football. And he got put in the position where he crossed it a couple of times. They went off. Alistair Gold once said, the best thing you can hope for from an Emerson cross is a corner. That was last season. He said that, and uh, Joe, it's kind. Of, but it depends how you look at it with Everson. People will say he's tragic. He had a woeful game. Some other people will say, "Do you know what? He gave everything. He gave commitment, desire, passion." It's how you look at what you want from your right wing back or right back. And I just can't put my finger on it. Which one I want or where I look at it? He would be an unbelievable right back in a George Graham team. Do you know what I mean? Where he basically oh. doesn't have to get forward at all and just defends because he defends pretty well most of the time, I think. Or a Jose Mourinho. Sure. Yeah. But, yeah. but like I said, we, we, hopefully Porro's, but I mean, one thing you, you've got to agree and you say, it looks better when you've got one of them in as in Destiny or, or Porro, but you can tell the difference without them. Uh, yeah. With one of them, it's okay, but with, with two of them out, it's just... It's just it's just no goer, and hopefully against Villa again we have to win, have to have to win. They'll both be back and ready. I was saying to Marlon uh, just before this show started that I think we look better with Son in the nine. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I think. Listen, I, I've been a fan of Richarlison. I think people will say that he's he's not he's not good enough and he's not doing enough. He was scoring the goals that got us out of jail, and he was regularly scoring. But it's undeniable. The best outside is in the centre. The be I think there's some stupid stat where his goal for game ratio for playing in the centre is absolutely top, top draw. And I think he has to be there. He has to. If we if want Champions League and we want to make full stars, he has to start in the centre. He has to. I think I think he just looks after the ball a bit better and he made some interesting little angles coming deep at times to try and move around their centre-halves. I don't think Richarlison quite is quite clever enough to do. And then obviously, you know, that one-on-one, -on -one, Richarlison wouldn't have actually had the pace to get away from the defender, I don't think, there. Which, exactly. you know, that, that's just the way it is. And we'll put it this way as well, Barnaby. If it was Richarlison going through one-on-one, -on -one, do you have the same confidence as you do with Sonny going through one-on-one -on -one in positions like that? Not really, no. That, 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 that's the thing. That, that's what it comes down to. With Sonny, we've seen him do it so many times, like the free one at Leicester at Wembley. So many times where you see him pick up the ball from deep, running through, and you're just like, right, put the ball back in the halfway line because it's a goal. And he's got he's brilliant at doing that. But as good as Richardson has been, do we have the confidence to say, yeah, he's putting that in the bottom corner or putting it putting it through and scoring the goal? I just don't know. But Richardson has been good this season. He's got us out of jail a number of times, but there is a big difference between the two of them in the centre. I'm going to say it now, against Villa's high line next week, Werner and Son will have one-on-ones. 
guaranteed. And if yep. Sonny gets to win one on one, you'd back him, especially against a good one on one keeper, Martinez, a lot yeah. more than anybody else. I think there'll be a lot of a lot of chances next week. It'll be a really fascinating game. Probably end up about four all. Yeah, probably be a high scoring game. Mate, listen, forget to forget the score, mate. This is Matty Cash and Romero coming together, <laughs> and it, who, who's going to who's going to clatter into each other first? Well, Cash won't go anywhere near him, will he? Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, he's probably got an Australian order out on him, Marlon. Yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll try and get Romero sent off for sure, but... 100%, Mark Barnaby, 100%. What's your prediction for that game, Brian? Oh, Jesus, why are you doing this to me? Um, uh, um, I'm going to go 3-2 Tottenham just because I've got my, my, my Tottenham heart on. Whilst to go with my Tottenham head, probably a free or draw. I don't know, maybe this will come back to bite me, but I actually just feel relieved in advance that we're not going to have to play a deep block. <laughs> yeah, there is. I mean, listen, Villa, you've got to remember Villa at home as well are a different animal. Mm. They are a different animal. I mean, they're playing Luton right now. Let's just hope Luton can do a job for us. Um, and then uh, we, we go above them with a win at Villa Park. But it, it's a huge, huge game. It's a must win. Um, we have to take advantage from these three points to keep in touching, uh, touching distance with them. Hope Manchester City can get uh, the three points tomorrow and put Manchester United a bit away from us yeah, and, yeah. and capitalise on, on, on this opportunity. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Brian, mate, thank you so much for calling in. Have a brilliant rest of your night. Hope you're having a few drinks, mate. Mate, as a recovering alcoholic, I'm having a few Cokes, mate. I'm having a few Coke, Coca-Colas. Exactly what I meant. Exactly what I meant. Exactly, man. I'm getting high on the sugar. I might do a few J2O shots just to mix it up. <laughs> Top, man. Thanks again, Brian. All right, Cheers, boys. Brian. See you later. Everyone. Have a great Cheers, get, have a great weekend, people. Bye-bye. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. Uh, don't forget, guys, you too can also phone in. It's open to everyone, so just uh, follow the link, which is in the chat and in the description box. But we've got the legend that is KPV. How are you, mate? I'm good, man. <clears throat> I'm good. What did you make of that game, then? Um... I see, I don't know, brilliant or something, like one nil down to a free kick from Eze, who was out the last Palace game, but come back with a free kick like that. Like, Madison can't even score a free kick. Like, he hasn't scored one yet. Um, so, hopefully he can score one next week at Villa Park. Like, you heard Brian saying, we hope Luton will do us a favour. At the minute, still new new as I'm watching those villains take a corner that's their name the villains but yeah brilliant game man i've seen a star on twitter saying no center back in the premier league has scored more goals than kuti romero four premier league goals for the world cup winners so brilliant start oh villa score and it's watkins it has to be <laughs> kpv come on <laughs> more, more importantly kpv charlie vale has written a comment saying kpv not sinking into his couch when he calls in feels weird yes i was gonna say the same Shut thing he says let kpv cook as well <laughs> yeah he's, well, he's loving your work kpv Yes, keep my name out of your mouth, Charlie. Because <laughs> only my wife can say anything about me. Only my wife can. So, but brilliant win. And Timo Werner finally scored. And, but I want to wish a few people happy birthday. Toby Alderweireld, Expression, Potch and Harry Redknapp. Happy birthday to them for Toby. Hope you're good, man. Hope you've been watching our game. Best centre-back 
at the club. So respect this and happy birthday to us. But still, couldn't be blamed for today, mate. So finally, you look, you couldn't beat them, but you didn't earlier in the season and you can't today. So yeah, four points off Brentford is what we did. They can't Brentford taking four points off Potts. But when we go to the bridge, it's revenge time. They got lucky at the tournament for stadium, so Potts. Romero's not going to get Fernandez this time. Romero's just going to score, and it's revenge at the bridge. Cole Palmer ain't going to score either, he didn't today. So when we come, it's revenge time. You lost to Klopp in another final. You made the wrong choice starting Kane in the Champions League final when it was Lucas who got upset. So cry more about it, Paul. Cry more. And Gary never was right. You're a blue billion pound bottle job, mate. So, yeah, from Kalia Blast. So, great win. Bring on Villa. And the next few games are going to be tough. But, yeah, let's hope we can win them games. And top four will be ours, not Villa. So, KPB, KPB yeah. you, men you mentioned Toby Alderweireld there as one of our greatest centre backs. Kind of brings me on to I'm wondering what you thought of Mickey van der Ven's performance today. Brilliant. Like, I did watch the game on my phone. I saw he may have got a bit of an ankle injury. He must have been, been one of the Palace players. Like, I thought, well, not great. If he's out, then we're not going to beat Villa. But, yeah, he didn't play against Villa at Tottenham then. So, next weekend, it's time for Romero to get Matty Cash. And, yeah, Van der Ven. Van der Ven and Romero to get Cash this time because Matty Cash ended Dorothy's season two seasons ago and he already done it to Benton for early in the season. So, Matty Cash, we don't like him, mate. You're just a Polish shit player, mate. So, anyway, you won't be going to the Euros to your country. Do one, piss off. Good luck trying to beat us next week. Do one, mate. And, and as always, Levy out. In big angry See you next time, boys. See you later, Cheers, KPV. KPV. Just absolutely governing his own call. I love yeah. it. What an absolute legend, guys! Um, look in the link. We're uh, putting the uh, link. Sorry, look in the chat. We're putting the links up all the time. So, any of you, if you want to phone in and talk to us, uh, let us let us let us know what you think about that win today. What are you thinking in terms of team lineup then against Villa? What do you think he'll make any changes? Uh, obviously, Pedro Porro to come back in, but what 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 changes would you make specifically to counter Villa's threat? Um, I think you've both said they're going to play a high line as well. Mm. So the big question comes over, over Kulu. Yeah. Obviously, Poro Poro's a non-start. Non I'm not even going to have that conversation because he comes straight back in. Mm. Um, Saar, for me, comes back in. Um, and I take Benton Core out of the equation. Okay. Not to say Benton Core had a bad game today. For me, Basuma, Saar and Madison yeah. as a three have more chemistry than some of the other midfield threes that we've seen this season. Yeah. And I think that's what we should go with. Um, but as a front three, um, I'm questioning to keep, he's going to keep Kulu out there. Tempting to have more pace basically on both sides, sides to get yeah. in, in behind them. But yeah. you also might be right in the sense of what Brian said on the call is, do you want to bring Johnson on to do what he's done today? Yeah. But then you are then, if Werner is putting on those balls and he's being as direct as he was today, who's going to be in there for and, him. And maybe there's yeah. an element of if you've got Kuliseski and you get it into his feet out wide, he can play in the little through balls into Sonny. And that's what you... And actually, like, like remember when we beat him 4-0 at Villa Park? 
that's what he was so good at. Right. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if he'd be quite similar in the next game as well. So it, it's going to be interesting, especially if we're up against Longley or Longley, as they like to say. But yeah, we like you said, if we can get pace, it's going to be, I think we can get at Villa. But that's the problem. Villa are so good at home. Yeah, they, they are. are so I think most home. importantly is that Vicario and Van der Ven are fit. They obviously, yeah. they, they had a, a that's couple the, of yeah, knocks, yeah. a couple of knocks in today's game. I think more, I think Van, Van der Ven, not Van der Ven, Vicario is more bit of a worry because I just sit there at the end when he went for the ball, he looked like he was still holding his side. Yeah. Um, so it'd be very interesting if Austin does have to go and go next week. Oh, God. No, we don't want that. We don't want that at all. Okay, we've got another caller. We've got Josh. Josh, can you hear me, mate? Oh, he's just just frozen up, Josh. We'll try and get you back in a second. Um, yeah, I would probably look at, just to kind of answer my own question there, I yeah, Poro obviously to come in. And then... Yeah, if 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 KPV is saying that Saar, or sorry, Brian is saying that Saar had a knock, then yeah, probably just bring Saar in and keep it the same, I think, realistically. Yeah, I can't, yeah, it's it's going to be so interesting to see what over the next week we see. Yeah. But yeah, changing-wise, you, you, it's probably going to be probably similar to the 11, apart from Werner, that we started the season yeah. with. Josh, can you hear me now, mate? Yes, what's going on, lads? Yes, mate. Thank you Josh. so much for calling in. How are you feeling after that 3-1 victory? Well, I'm feeling relieved, man. I wasn't even going to go out tonight. I couldn't show my face out there, but tonight <laughs> I'm definitely going out, man. I'm definitely going out tonight, man. Brilliant. 100%. Um, kind of who impressed you today? What do you think it, what do you think it was that made the change to uh, kind of change from a very difficult first half with only two shots on goal to kind of up to 13, 14, something like 15 shots ago in the second half and that last 20 minutes where we really bossed the game? You know what, look, the thing is, I feel sorry for Andrew, man. I'm listening to people at like the 70th minute going, we're going to lose this game. And you lot said that as well, yeah? So don't try and get out of I it. Did. Everyone I thought, did, yeah. I was what really, have you boys I, said I was, that? And I'm, si and I'm sitting there, I think you said it, Barnaby, and I'm sitting there yeah. thinking, hold up, hold up, guys, we can't have this mentality. But I know where you're coming from, Barnaby. I know where you're coming from because it's our luck at the moment. <laughs> Just the luck is so shit at the moment. We've seen it so many times before, yeah. before, yeah. And maybe the the stands were feeling that way as well, and that transfers onto the pitch. If you just watch, obviously you ain't seen it. You boys are working, but Timo Werner just came out and said the energy was pulling us in for that winner. You know, the energy from the crowd. As soon as we got the one-one, but before the one-one, come on, man, the stadium, the the the, the atmosphere must have been pretty like nervous, yeah, because that's how everyone was. But what changed it? What changed it? That's a good question. Look, I just think, look, the boys. We're 1-0 down and they're sitting there thinking, you know what, just gung-ho, just go for it now. What do we do? I'd like, and just probably said to them, look, he said many times, ignore the scoreline, play like you're 3-0 up and just play, you know, expansive, confidence. Don't play within yourselves. Don't look at the scoreline, 1-0 down, 20 minutes to go, crowds on our back, we're at home, we're going to be at the Champions League, Villa's going to win. Don't think of all those things. That's, that's the mentality that he wants these players to have and the players went for it. You know, a bit of class, a bit of urgency, a bit of risk. I do think the players are playing within themselves. I, I think a lot of the midfield is worried about what's behind them because they've been mm. burnt recently with a lot of, you know, silly, not silly passes, but risky passes going wrong, Basuma, whoever it is. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Then they're going to squat the other end, whether it's Wolves, Brentford, whoever it is. So I do think a lot of the players, especially the midfielders, have got that risk, that fear in their mind. And that needs to go because... Ange don't mind winning 4-3. He's all about winning 4-3. He doesn't want to scrape a one niler. That's what Conte was about. So you, these players are lacking a bit of mentality. And I feel like Ange wants to say, but will never say it because he don't throw his players under a bus. Our previous manager did that. So for me, it's a mentality thing. The shift in mentality, the boys thought, you know what? We're one nil down. We've got to go for it now. And they did. And that's what happened. But they need to go into the first half as if, you know, not as if they're one nil down, but they've got to go in thinking to themselves, you've got to play on the front foot from the get-go. But it's not easy when 11 people or 10, pe- 10 players are behind the ball. It's not easy. It's a game of chess. And only the top teams, the ones above us, can do it. No one else can do it to a low block. So people have got to understand it's not easy to break down teams with a low block. You need to be super clinical, super clinical. You need a Harry Kane. You need a Salah. You know, you need that kind of quality. And today, Sonny... Big up to Sonny. He got us the three points because obviously 3-1, everyone, everyone knew he was going to win. But I just feel like these players, man, they're getting a lot of rubbish. Obviously, everyone's boosted now. But I was looking at comments at halftime when we went 1-0 down. And it's like, come on, guys, man. He's seven months in. The guy's seven months in. Klopp took two years. Arteta took you. two years. Well, Ferguson took time. Everyone needs time. So... Back off this big Ange sideways, boring football. Oh, we're not controlling the game. We're not controlling the game. What, 80%? Yeah. Okay, we're not controlling the game. What? Because we created two shots on goal. But that's not the point. The point is that we are in a journey to making those two shots four shots. It's a staircase. You can't just get to the, the top mm-hmm. straight away. So a lot of fans need to back off, chill out. Don't say we're not controlling the game. I know where people come from when they say that. I understand what they're saying. But... This is a journey and it's going to take time to get to that point where the whole team's clicking. Werner's brand new. Johnson just got here. You know what I mean? These these two yeah. these two t- today changed the game, but they've only yeah. been here five minutes. So what does that tell you? Imagine they've been here 12 months and they're yeah. proper slick and they know each other. Look at the partnerships. They're still all brand newish. Ange don't probably even know his first 11 and we're trying to throw him under a bus. So yeah, man, I just think the fans need to chill out, man. I mean, it's easy to say when we won 3-1. But I still think it was harsh on Ange what I was seeing online, man. I thought it was yeah. too much. On that, can I just say, it's all, Ange is almost a victim of his own success, really, isn't it? Because actually, if we'd started really badly yeah. and were currently in 12th place, right, everyone a little bit, I think, would be saying, well, you lost Harry Kane. We finished eighth with Harry Kane. He's trying to integrate his new style into the club. Whereas because we were top after 10 games... Everyone now who's having a go at him and saying Ange out is because we're not playing as well as we did in those 10 games. It's it's, it's the expectations that have led to these people Look, who I don't, the who injuries, I don't personally think are real fans. The, the, but, the, yeah. injuries, the injuries have played a part, lads. The injuries have played its part. 
there is a direct correlation between our form and the injuries. So when everyone thinks of those first 10 games, I want the first word to enter your mind is injuries. I don't care what Roy Keane says. I don't care what Gary Neville says. When Spurs talk about injuries, we've had our fair share up there with everyone. We've had our fair share. So when you think of that pre-Christmas form, just remember that was our first 11. Pedro Porro today would have made a difference. Those times when Emerson just, bless him, you know what I mean? He can only do what he can do. But Pedro Porro would have done them one twos and been in. So, and he's back next week. So, you know, let's all have some perspective, you know, like that yeah. form in the beginning of the season is a full, is a full confident first 11. We need to get back to that. We'll get Porro back next week. Richarlison, look, two, three weeks, it is what it is. Otherwise, we're okay. There's not that many injuries. Remember, Madison is only just getting his form back because he's been out for so long. You know, a lot of these Premier look, I watched I was watching yesterday um Yannick Balassi or Yannick Balassi, however you say his surname, the ex Crystal Palace player. Funny, I was watching a YouTube, he's, he's on a YouTube, um, he did an interview last week on YouTube, yeah, like a, one of these football channels. I'm not gonna mention their name. No, no sponsors for free, you know what I mean? You have to pay after twelve. <laughs> but he did a wicked interview for an hour and he said, When I was injured for a year and a half and I came back, he was talking about the process a footballer goes through to get to get back to that form. And I think people just expect Madders to just come back. But today was the real Madders in that yeah. second half. Even in the first half, he was controlling it. Yeah. So Benton Cole needs time. These guys need time to get back to it. I just feel like the pressure of Arsenal, the pressure of Villa is getting to fans. Step back. And this time next year, we will be competing in the top three, I believe, the way it's going. This season, it's going to be top five. It is what it is. Josh, do you think there's something down to Madison's form today was that Sam was up top with him? That helps because they've got that telepathy. They've got that connection. Yeah. Um, Werner was saying in his interview just now, he goes, I'm I'm getting used to Madders. Madders is getting used to me. We're all getting to know each other a bit more in terms of my runs I like to make. So I think that's definitely a, a connection that Madders and Sonny have. So <laughs> hopefully against Villa, who are going to push us up, they ain't going to put 10 behind the... <laughs> not at Villa Park. No chance. You know I mean, they're going to be coming for us. Sonny's going to get a hat-trick, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, you know that, that's yeah. that's that's hopefully the way it's going to go next week, and then we're back to who we got after Villa, guys. Is it Fulham? Fulham. Yeah, yeah, so, Fulham, yeah Fulham, Fulham might give it a crack. Is it away? Yeah, it's away. Yeah, so we want teams to come on. We're I like, agree. come on, let's go, let's fight. Come on, I pound agree. for pound, let's use the better team because this is this Brentford Wolves. These these kind of mid low block teams, man. We're struggling, man. But you know what? Come on, guys. Our, te our team, our midfield still rusty, man. Bentacles just got, got back. Basuma had an injury. Madders had an injury. African Nations Cup. I'm, everyone's had the same excuses. I'm not saying it's all about Spurs. But if you're going to ask me about my team, I'm going to tell you about that midfield. Hasn't even had, what, five games together yet? Fully, as it is? Will we? Th game three, game two? So yeah. I think this could be a nice finish. It could be a nice rally. As long as we don't get any more major injuries with Porro back, things are going to look up. If we beat Villa next week, we've got top four, I'm telling you. I like the idea of, um, you mentioned Werner's interview of him saying, oh, Madders is just getting used to me. I can imagine Madders getting used to him is, don't put him in three on one on one <laughs> yeah. on goal. All right, look, if you watch the interview, how did yeah. You react? How did you react, Josh, when uh, he tried look, to take the ball? You know what, yeah. You know what, when we signed Werner, I was looking at his clips like everyone does, and he was banging those one on ones in the top bins. If you look at his German goals, he's going one on one, hundred miles yeah. per hour, bang, top right, top left, whatever. He's doing all the wicked finishes. Today, I'm thinking, come on, mate. Hang it, top bin. Look at Son. 
He didn't think. He got the ball, bang, put it yeah. past the keeper. He didn't let the peak, the keeper control that situation. Yeah. Werner kept, you could see the hesitancy. As you're getting closer, you're going, mate, that's that's a Sonny finish, mate. You work with this guy. You know what I mean? Like, that's Son, bang, he showed you how to do it. So that he needs to learn to back himself, take that chance. I'd rather him go early and miss. Obviously, skived one last week, which is embarrassing, yeah, because it's harder to miss than score. But he just needs the best player to teach him is Sonny. I mean, literally, Werner's got pace. You know what I mean? He can dribble. Sonny should be his idol, man. So, you know, Werner, mentality, man. He needs to, you know, Ange said it just now as well in the interview. He said, look, he missed one, but he didn't give up. He kept going. He made a yeah. difference. You know, he didn't. He didn't. And that whole, the, I, I love what the wingers are doing with the Johnson to Werner and Johnson done it last week. And that whole kind of the ball across the box. That's brilliant. Because that's what the the telepathy on the left and right is happening. Kulu doesn't take us take on his man enough and cross it in. That's an area. And I think the other thing we're missing is what Man City and a lot of the top teams do is they have. I don't know how to explain. I'd have to draw it to you, but almost to have the the, the wingers cut in and the bit between the right back and the defender, they pinpoint that gap. And you you would you see a lot of them like you see Saka do it. You see, mm. um, you know, you see them exploit those half spaces between yeah. the right back and the centre back more than what we do. We seem to go to the byline and bring it back or cross it. But well, we need to exploit that little area there between the centre back and the right back and the centre back and the left back. And that's what I don't see enough of. Hopefully they recognise that and going to start using those little dink balls just to exploit that space, you know, where you can go in and cross it. But you know what we're getting there, man? It's a journey, man. But, oh, that was hard, man. That first half was hard <laughs> to watch because, you know, Crystal Palace just came for a draw, innit? I mean, yeah, they... You've got. You've just got to find a way. And Liverpool, you know, I, I'm sure Liverpool at Forest nil nil till the 99th minute wasn't a yeah. great watch no, either. No, but no, you not. just find a way. And, and nobody who's not a Liverpool <laughs> fan is going to think anything other than Liverpool won that game. They're still top of the league. You know, you've just got to find a way. Barnaby, you know what? You know one area how you find a way to win when you've got a low block like today is set pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we are shit at set pieces right we now. Are, yeah, we, we are. are shit. I don't know. Is it Ryan Mason that's in charge? Because I remember Ange bigging him up, saying Ryan's in charge. Attacking set pieces and Jedinak is defensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we're we're shit on both ends. But moving forward, I hate to mention it. Obviously, Arteta's showing how it's done with the set pieces at the moment. Mm. I don't know if we bring back the Italian guy or what we do, but someone please focus. We got tall. We got a tall team, man. We got a strong, tall team. We don't seem but, to do any of like the run blocking that other, that the big teams really do well. It's just blocking the yeah, know, the, we, the, the, the people yeah. not even involved in trying to get on the header, just well, blocking the. Well, this is the why defenders. Arsenal have been so good at it this season. That's what yeah. they've been doing. No. Gabriel and Rice, that combination has just seemed to. That's why they've got the most set pieces goals this year. Yeah, we haven't even yeah. tried it. <laughs> We've got one of the best set piece delivery in, in terms of whipping a ball yeah. in Madison. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's not like we're lacking last year who you look around, who do who whips it in? It's Madison's the man. So but how also, we don't explore yeah. teams. Yeah, I was just gonna say, sorry to interrupt Josh, but it yeah. surprises me that we had was it Giovanni Vio, his name was, or Gio, yeah, whatever, yeah. Vio last year? Yeah, yeah. Like, it surprised me that we had him. So we obviously had all these different things that we tried out. Well, why have they forgotten them? You don't have to forget, you know, just use a couple of the ones that worked last year. Like we did, I said I it earlier, we scored so many last year where we flicked it on at the near post and Harry Kane scored it at the back post. Yep. So let's, yeah. let's let's get Van de Ven to the near post, get him to flick it on. Mate, it is your secret weapon when it comes to breaking down a low block is your set piece. That's your plan B. Corners. How many corners do Tottenham get? We've probably got the most in the league. Yeah. 
Well, we had Not today. We didn't get many. Half. But someone we, tell me the stat of how many corners we've got. Must be in the top three, man. It's constant corners. I mean, was it Wolves? How many corners did we get? Eleven? I don't know, man. It's just it's mad how we don't exploit teams on corners better and um set pieces but you know what Ange, it's a game of chess man when it's a low block man it's not even a game of football mate it's a game of chess man and it's it's i, I just feel like this is going to be a problem for the rest of the season but listen it's up to us and it's up to Ange and the players to find smart very efficient ways of whether it's a set piece whether it's exploiting a player in a position whether it's playing dirty, whatever it is, man, trying to win a penalty, just they've got to find ways because that streetwise attitude, I think, is what we're missing. We're too nice still, if you ask me. Yeah, and and also, and I'm sure we'll see this next week. Uh, it wasn't didn't happen so much today, but we can be bullied. Actually, a lot of teams do get aggressive with us, and yeah. we don't know how to handle it. Got, uh, as they say, a little bit spursy. <laughs> you know what? That comes from winning, lads. When you yeah. win something major, I think that that arrogance. That yeah, sort of yeah. ego what is what we lack. Yeah. yeah, we don't have that arrogance because we're still under the radar of 8 one nothing, da da da, whatever. Obviously, the players on social media, you know, they're human beings. They've got friends that are not in football. They, they, they're they part of the bands too. They get it. Obviously, they do. They probably get it more than anyone, to be fair, because they wear the shirt. Mm -hmm. So I think until we win something, we won't mature into that sort of, you know, that kind of ruthless ego sort of that we need that Liverpool have. The old Man United had it. The old Chelsea had it. Yeah. Uh, Man City have it. Look at Liverpool today, man. I mean, they got the win. How many times have they done that? You know, so it's it's a journey, man, and it's a beautiful journey because I'd rather be at the at the the the, the sort of at the you know, the pilot being Ange than anyone else right now. Yeah, I you completely know? agree. And and actually, you bringing up Liverpool, I think, is important because you look at how Liverpool have got. They're, they're actually decimated by injuries at the moment, but because. Klopp has been in charge for so long and all through the academy and every team plays in a certain way. He knows yep. that he can bring in players who are going to play in the same way. And that is Look why... at the final. Chelsea. Exactly. on kids. But that is why when Ange talks now and you still hear him say, look, you know, this is about setting us up so that this club can be successful in the long term. Yeah. That's why it's so good that he's saying... You know what because, it is, Barnaby? Everyone yeah. at Liverpool fears Klopp. Everyone under Arsene Wenger at Arsenal feared Arsenal. Arsene Wenger. Everyone fears Pep. Everyone feared Fergie. We need to make that figure that is feared by every person down from Ange in that club. And including the chairman too. That should be what you... That's what you call a manager who, who just walks in and it's like he owns the club. Right? And he's involved in every layer of that club. We found the man, I believe. I we now given him the keys and the wallet. We now let him work it out over the next couple of seasons and we will be where Liverpool are. We will be where Arteta is at the moment. But we cannot as fans, if we lose against Villa, whoever it is, no one spanked us. You told me a team who spanked us recently, probably Brighton, but we could have lost that. Brighton, yeah, Brighton but 4-3. Yeah. That could have been 4-3 too. We showed some <laughs> some heart in the end. Yeah. You know, so, so no one's spanking us. The problem is we're not spanking others. That will come. That will come because it's a journey. So, Andrew's the man for me. Leave him. Let him be. And, you know, fans, you know, I know I know it's all bants with Arsenal and they're throwing us under the bus now. And, you know, how many how many fans can we chuck it to apart from United fans tonight? You know, they ain't even played. So <laughs> it's hard being a Spurs fan. It's hard being a Spurs fan. But you know what? We can't let those fans of those clubs break us down. We've got to stick with Andrew. We've got to get through this. 
And he's got the right DNA. And we can talk about DNA all night. That's the DNA. That's the Tottenham DNA. Growing up as a Tottenham fan, what, three, three, two, four threes. No one cares about how many goals we let in. We cared about how we won things, like how we won the FA Cup. And obviously, you know, the, yeah. the way we, we don't want to be a one-nil club. Uh, people say, oh, it's all about the results. It is about the results, but it's also about the DNA, the longevity, the style, the philosophy. And everyone's gone home tonight, 3-1, happy. Do you know what I mean? Because we gave it. And and we're going to lose some. We're going to lose some. We're going to going to draw some. Yeah, it's, it's part of the journey, man. But just grow with it, back it, and don't back out. And listen, Pedro Porro's back next week. He's my favourite Tottenham player. He's back next week. That's that's going to be even more engine down the right-hand side, guys. So, here's to the good times, man. Let's go beat Villa. I love it, Josh. Make sure you do call in every time, but also especially next time we lose, because I want to definitely hear some of this good patience chat. And lads, after next, next, after time, next time we lose. we're 1-0 down. I want no negativity from you, boys. Usually it comes from me. It wasn't me. Say, Josh, I, I, was actually, I was actually super hungover. I'm going to blame my hangover on that. But I agree. I, I fall on my sword. It was bad of me. I hate myself for it. And you're absolutely right, Josh. Bad of me. You know what, mate? Um, let's not get sucked into it, man. Let's let's zoom out and concentrate on the big picture, on Big Ange and the big picture, man. But peace out, lads. Well Good said, commentary man, as Josh. always, man. I'll see you on the next one. Cheers, Josh. Cheers. Have a great rest of your night. Um, Guys, we're going to be doing this for another kind of 10, 15 minutes. Make sure you get your call in if you want to speak to us. Uh, 10 or 15 minutes left to talk about the mighty Tottenham Hotspur. I love Josh's angle on that. Yeah, the no, project, no, no. The patience. I, I get it. And I think I said it earlier. The problem is, is that, and I think a lot of Spurs fans are in the same boat, and I think you are as well, but it's just admitting it to ourselves. We've been on this project and journey for a good five, six years mm. or how, even longer than that, where we had a good journey, then it stopped and then we got told to wait again. Yeah. yeah. So the problem with Ange is that he's, you know, after Conte, after we were told we're going to win stuff with Conte, our patience is wearing thin because obviously we started to turn on the board as well. That's, you've never seen that at the ground. Mm. So that's the only thing. And unfortunately for Ange right now, he's just caught in the crosswires of it all. And as Spurs fans, we need to either decide whether we're going to be patient or not or make sure we cause up enough noise that Ange gets backed in all the windows coming up and it doesn't stop. We don't let what happened in the last five years happen again. Yeah, totally agree. Bad news is Villa are two up at Luton, unfortunately. What's going to happen? That's going to happen. It's, it's going to happen. Um, so let's uh, read through some comments, guys. Don't forget, if you want to speak to us, do give us a call. We're, uh, we're accepting a couple more calls, so give us a call. Um, Stay humble, says Vicario can't let that free kick in. Simple as that. So one thing I would say is, as a keeper, when you make your decision as to which side of the wall you're going to stand, yep. <laughs> you then, the worst thing that can happen is that you get beaten on your side. side. <laughs> I um, <didn't> understand. <laughs> but I actually think the bigger, weirdly, I think, or equally as bigger a mistake that Vicario made there was not setting up a secondary wall behind where their wall that, was and that and i totally agree with that and that's where the bit that was the biggest mistake where i've never didn't... seen a team not do that when a team when the, the team sets up their own wall yeah, it's weird and it's really weird that vicario as a goalkeeper because this probably happened somewhere in your career where that's happened and some teams tried it and you've not thought to put any players behind it just to make sure you yeah and he's just basically let a free shot at him because what ended up happening is they made palace made their wall and then actually their wall broke just before he takes the shot. So, I don't know. It was a bit weird. Because the thing is, if he gets beat on the other side, right? Yeah. Oh. It's a good, great yeah, goal. Yeah, you just you say just, great goal. You just yeah. take it, yeah. right? Yeah. But he gets beat on the side where he's meant to be covering. And I don't even think he takes a step. You know where the goal goes to take that step that way, didn't they go yeah. back? He didn't even do that. No, he didn't. So, he was literally beaten on that yeah. side. 
Um, Checkmate734 says, the goals at the end of the game has masked over yet another mediocre performance. They have, but we knew that. <laughs> yeah. I think we all knew that, but the problem is, the good thing now is, these mediocre performances are producing results. Um, yet yeah, Wolves is a, you know, it, it happened last week, but can we see progression? Can we see something happening? In 10-minute spells in of these matches, yeah, yeah. there are such positive play, and Johnson's calls it today. I'm going to go back to Brentford because I believe that was what's been happening after Christmas. Yeah, there's about ten minutes of Spurs playing great football, getting the goals, and gone. We just didn't do that against Wolves. Um, Charlie Vale says, "Question for you guys: When is the best time to release the dragon?" By which I'm sure he means Radu Dragashin. Listen, I think we will see a lot of Dragashin, and it'll be when we get an injury or suspension, we'll and that'll be his. April. That'll be his. That'll be his yeah. chance. Yeah. I think with the how many amount of games that we're going to be having in April and the big games, it's going to be draining. I think we're going to see Dragashin in April a lot more. Yeah. Um, I think we might see him over the next. We might see him against Luton, like a team like that in the next couple of weeks. Um, it, dep it just depends on. Like we said, Van de Ven. Van, we don't know if he's going to be okay. Um, yeah. But again, Hopefully. Spurs and injuries, you never know. Romero, if he goes and does something stupid next week against Matty Cash. like I know everyone's joking about and whatnot, but actually, what, what for the worry is that he will go and get sent off. Yeah. And then we're missing him for Fulham, probably Luton as well. Okay, so important to remember that our away form is actually significantly better than our home form. So our next two games, Villa away Sunday, 1 o'clock next week. Don't forget... Villa have Ajax away Thursday night. So they're doing the proper Thursday, Sunday, which should give us some legs. It was interesting this week that Ange came out and said that he thought actually Spurs suffer from a lack of rhythm because we're not playing extra games. That's, yep. you know, you listen to all the Spurs podcasts and we were all saying the good thing this year is that we'll be fresher. Is there an argument that Ange is right about that? No, I and I I said this at the end of last year. When everyone was going, no, we need a year out of Europe. We need mm. this, that and the other. And I said, no, because what happens when you've got European football is that you can interchange the team a little bit and you have a rhythm of games. Yeah. Okay, sometimes it's a, if you lose, it's a bit of a negative going into the weekend, but you can correct it quite quickly. And I, when Ange came, but my biggest worry is, is that, yes, Ange is correct, but we don't have the squad no. for midweek because we've just seen that where... We, we didn't need a midweek games when we had all those injuries. Yeah. The last thing we needed was extra games. Yeah, because Andrew was saying that one of the biggest issues is that then when we do get an injury or suspension, the player who comes in hasn't played for yep. like four, five, six weeks and doesn't have any rhythm. Yep. And and one example of that, I would say more than anyone, is Oliver Skip. It didn't get on today, but yep. whenever he comes on, he just looks like he is so out of rhythm because he's not played yep. an, enough of all. Anyway, so we've got Villa away at one o'clock on Sunday. Then the following Saturday, the 5.30 game, Fulham away. So we mentioned this a bit before, but I think Ful I don't think well Villa definitely won't. But I don't think Fulham will play a deep block against us. I think they'll I think they'll be quite expansive. Depends on the well, their, their form going into it, and they won today. Yeah. So I think you are, might be right. They yeah. they're kind of one of those teams. Depends on their form and when they come up against because they're not they're not in no trouble to get relegated. They're not really in yeah. going to be making European football. So I think well Marco Silva will probably go look. Go for it. Yeah, I think there'll be goals in that. And then we play on the 30th. So we've got a, a couple of weeks break after the Fulham game. Then we play Luton at home on the 30th, 3 o'clock kickoff. And then we go to the London Stadium on the 2nd of April. And a, a bummer for me is that they've made that a night game. Yeah. And that place in the day, if you play at 3 o'clock on a Saturday, it's a terrible stadium with no atmosphere. But a night game with all the West Ham fans getting absolutely us. leathered. Yeah. 
That is going to be tough. And I then after it, yeah. that, Forest at home after that, and then Newcastle away. And then we're into April and what is the, the really tough month, which is... Um, Newcastle that, away. That Newcastle away game, the way Newcastle are now playing at home and getting their players back, we're seeing Newcastle of last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's a massive worry. Um, I th again, because Newcastle will, will take their chances this time. When we played them at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, yeah. I said this at the time and people were like, no, their injuries, they didn't have this players missing. Now you're starting to see their real players. Um, and this is why I was worried at the time. Yeah, okay, so just going back into some comments. Akram Hamza, thanks for writing in, mate, says, I would love to see a 4-2-2-2 with Rishi and Sonny on top and Decky and Madders on the wings being creative. Well, interestingly, um, I remember one of the reasons why um, Timo Werner came to Spurs is because Leipzig play a 4-2-2-2 and therefore there was no natural position for him in the team gotcha. because he is more comfortable kind of playing off the that. left in a 4-3-3 or 4-2-3-1. Um, I think Ange seems pretty wedded to that 4-3-3. I can't really see it changing because it's quite fluid in it, in, in where people get to Look, play as well. Yeah, yeah. At the, at the present moment, because you're asking a new manager to come in and bring in these ideas, you need you need most of this team to be playing that system as long as possible. Yeah. Right? And then, when you get into the bit where the team are more comfortable playing that system, that's when you can start making the tinkers and here, yeah. there, and everywhere. Because actually, when you go back to a 4-3-3, it's like when Poch, when he used to sometimes play three at the back, he was able to tinker at certain games because they, they knew they could just revert to the two. Yes. And then you can start being fluid. That's yeah, right. Yeah. I remember that period where it was it was a season where we came second to Chelsea. Yeah. Where we got, I think, didn't we finish on like 85 points or yeah. something mad? Yeah, something mad. And um, I remember just seeing Chelsea grind out result after result and thinking, I wish we'd play like 3-5-2 mm -hmm. a bit more. Mm -hmm. And then Pot started doing it with um, Toby. Was it with Toby, Jan and Dyer? Or Dyer. Toby, Jan and, Dyer. and Wimmer? So Kevin Wimmer came in for a couple, then Dyer came in. I think there was there was one game that always stands out for me. It was against Watford away. Yeah. Um, and he did it. And no one realised he'd done it. And we literally trounced them. Was that the one where Trippier set up Kane? with? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was like around Christmas time, I yeah. remember. Yeah. Oh, Trippier, what a crosser of the ball. <laughs> oh, my God. What a great player he was. Unfortunately, hounded out of the club. Um, but I'm glad his career has gone on. And actually... <laughs> Just by chance, um, a mate of mine is one of his best mates who was like in that group where he told them to lump on. Yeah. When, do you remember when he yeah. got banned for betting? So my mate made a bit of money out of his move that time. Um, <laughs> guys, thank you so much for watching this. Uh, we're going to call it a day because I, unless we've got, have we got another caller in? Sammy? No, sorry, I thought something changed. Um, guys, thank you so much for watching and listening and enjoy the rest of your night. Make sure you press that subscribe button on We Are Tottenham TV. Also, our channels are in the title. Give us a subscribe too. But most importantly, enjoy your week. It's so good having three points. And don't forget, even despite my negativity and my impatience or how you feel when we're losing, our, our form actually isn't that bad. Over the last 10 games, we've been pretty decent overall. Just yeah. that one defeat and a few draws here and there. Yep. Going to Villa Park next Saturday. We're going to turn them over. I'm confident of it. 3 2 Tottenham next Saturday. But most importantly, come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 